When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind and yesterday afternoon at Lone Depot Park in Miami. The Marlins and the Giants got together for game four of their four-game weekend series. Braxton Garrett made his 2022 debut for Miami. He went opposite of Jacob Junis. And with the recap, as always, Sirius Glenn Geffner. Welcome back to Lone Depot Park in Miami, where this afternoon the Marlins have to settle for a series split against the Giants. San Francisco takes the final game of this four-game set 5-1. to one. So the Marlins and Giants go 2-2 two and two in this series here in Miami. Giants end up winning the season series four games to three. We will next see San Francisco in 2023. Today's ball game matched a couple of pitchers who had never previously faced this afternoon's opponent, Jacob Junis. Longtime Kansas City Royal in his first year as a Giant, pitching against Miami for the first time. And Braxton Garrett, who had made 10 appearances, 9 starts over parts of the last two years in the big leagues, making his 2022 debut for the Marlins in this ball game. And while Garrett had to pitch out of a couple of binds in the first and second innings, this game was scoreless into the fourth. The Giants had runners to the corners with two outs in the first inning. Luis Gonzalez lined his short to end the threat. They had runners at first and third with... One out in the second inning, but Garrett was able to strike out Donovan Walton and then also Austin Slater. He retired the side one, two, three in the third. And when he got Luis Gonzalez to pop a bun up to begin the fourth inning, he had set down six straight and in a 0-0 game was hanging in there looking pretty good against Junis and the Giants. But Tyro Estrada singled. Jason Vossler singled. A double steal, advanced runners to second and third with one out in the Giants' fourth inning. And when Kirk Casale worked a walk on a 3-2 pitch, the bases were loaded. And up to the plate stepped Donovan Walton. Donovan Walton, bases loaded, one out. Garrett fires, high drive, way back. Right center, Garcia at the wall, grand slam, Donovan Walton. And on one big swing, it's 4-0 Giants. Well, Walton hit a bases-loaded double to drive in three runs in the fourth inning yesterday. That was against Pablo Lopez. Today, same inning. He did one better. Drove in four with one big cut. A grand slam home run. His first major league grand slam. His first home run of this season. Walton now on the season, incredibly, is nine for 40 with seven doubles and a home run. Eight of his nine hits have gone for extra bases. He has knocked in eight runs on those nine hits so far this year. That would be the 72nd and final pitch of the day for Braxton Garrett. Garrett done after three and a third, five hits, four runs, walked one, struck out five, allowed that grand slam. He hit a couple of batters through 72 pitches, 50 strikes. You look at the final line, and it's really not great. And yet, he really was one pitch away from at least making it through four in pretty good shape in this one. But he couldn't get Walton. And the Giants had a 4-0 lead. Tommy Nance came out of the bullpen, got out of that fourth inning. And then he stayed out there for the fifth in a 4-0 ball game. Giants on top. And Nance quickly put himself in a, a bit of a mess 
Evan Longoria worked a 10-pitch walk to begin the inning. Luis Gonzalez then hit a high chopper over the mound that went for an infield hit. So a 10-pitch walk and a cheap infield single first and second with nobody out. Tyro Estrada then drew a walk that loaded the bases with nobody out. Giants leading 4-0 had a chance to break it open against Tommy Nance. But Jason Vossler with the infield halfway hit a bouncer to the second baseman, John Birdie. Birdie came home, got Longoria at the plate 4-2. That was out number one. Bases still loaded. Kurt Casale struck out for the eighth time this year in a final total of 11 bats against Marlins pitching. That was out number two. So now Nance was on the verge of maybe escaping this inning. Bases loaded, no outs. Then all of a sudden, bases loaded, two outs. But he had to face the guy, Walton, who had hit a grand slam an inning earlier. 2-1 to Walton. Is on the ground to the left of Birdie. He has it from shallow right. Throws the first. And Tommy Nance completes a great escape here in the fifth inning. The Giants had him loaded with nobody out. They had the Marlins in a really tough spot already down 4-0. But Vossler, a fielder's choice, out at the plate. Casale, a strikeout. And Walton grounds out. What a job by Tommy Nance. So it was still 4-0. But on the other side, Jacob Junis was cruising along. He struck out 2 and 1-2-3, last of the fourth inning. At that point, he retired 7 straight and 10 of 11. With one out in the fifth inning, he walked Miguel Rojas, but he got Stallings to line to right, and he struck out pinch hitter Jazz Chisholm. So we went to the sixth with the Giants still leading this game 4-0. In the bottom of the sixth with Junis out there, John Birdie grounded to shortstop. One out, nobody on. Garrett Cooper got the Marlins' bats going at last. Cooper is 0-2, a hot hitter. And here he scalds one right field and deep. He strips deep back at the wall. Goodbye over the bullpen. Garrett Cooper with his fourth of the season. He stays hot, and the Marlins run the scoreboard. It's 4-1. to one. Well, Cooper would single in his last at-bat in the eighth inning. He goes two for four in this game. Garrett Cooper absolutely on fire. Lifts his season average today to 302, which ranks among the top 10 in the league. In his last 14 games, going back to May 20th, if you include the two for four today, Cooper is now hitting 451 with five doubles, a triple, two homers, 13 batted in. He's got nine multi-hit games in the last 14, including three games with three hits. He's got more hits than anybody in this ball club, more doubles than anybody in this ball club. Knock on wood, he is healthy, and he has certainly been productive so far as we approach the one-third mark here in 2022. But his home run, the solo shot, made it a 4-1 to game, and unfortunately that's as close as the Marlins were getting this ball game. Dylan Floro retired all six men he faced in the sixth and seventh innings. Another really good outing for Floro, who seems to have hit his stride. Richard Blyer got the eighth in a 4-1 to game, struck out the first man, Jason Vossler, but then Kurt Casale doubled. Casale would take third and Donovan Walton ground ball to first with a man at third and two outs after Blyer had faced three. He had the righty Austin Slater coming up. Donnie pulled Blyer from the game, brought Anthony Bass on to face Slater. On 1-2, Slater lines one to left, base hit. It's 5-1 San Francisco. A solid single between short and third, no chance. So Casale scores, and the Giants got that run right back. Again, a 4-1 lead for San Francisco. Slater would get picked off by Bass, ending the eighth inning. Marlins put a couple men on with two outs, back-to-back hits by Birdie and Cooper against Tyler Rogers in the eighth, but they couldn't score. Jorge Soler grounded his second on a good play by Tyrell Estrada. 
We went to the ninth inning with the Giants on top, 5-1. to one. Cole Solskjaer is down the side, 1-2-3 in the top. In the bottom, Camilo Doval allowed a leadoff double to Jesus Aguilar. A ball misjudged out in left field by Luis Gonzalez, but Aguilar would not advance beyond second base. Avi Garcia grounded to third base to cap an 0-4 day for him and a 2-13 series. Jesus Sanchez, a fly ball to the left. He went 0-4 today, 2-11 in the series. And Miguel Rojas, a fly ball to right. And that's how this one ends. Giants win it by the final of 5-1. For San Francisco, five runs, nine hits, no errors, eight left. For the Marlins, one run, five hits, no errors. They leave six on base. Jacob Junis, the winning pitcher, 3-1. and one. Six innings, two hits, one run. Walked two, struck at eight, 96 pitches, 59 strikes. Braxton Garrett in his season debut hung with the loss, 0-1. Time of the game, three hours, 10 minutes. The Giants with the victory finished their 10-game three-city road trip with five wins and five losses. They lost two of three in Cincinnati. They won two of three in Philadelphia. They then split four in Miami for the Giants trying to run down the Dodgers and the Padres in the NL West. A 10-game road trip against three teams with losing records. They would have liked to have gone better than 5-5, five and five, but they get out of here at least with a series split. They're now 29-24 and 24 in the season, including a 16-13 and 13 road mark. They head home now for the next nine against Colorado, the Dodgers, and then Kansas City. As for the Marlins, with the loss today, they are 22-30. and 30. Again, a season-high eight games under 500. they They're 12-14 and 14 in their home ballpark. Miami 10-22 and 22. going back to May 1st. Marlins have now lost four series and split one out of their last five. And in the last 10 series, they have one win, eight losses, and now this split going 2-2 two and two with the Giants. So the Marlins and Giants are done here in 2022. Next up for the Marlins, day off tomorrow before three games against the Nationals. All 641st pitch times, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. While the Nats have not yet officially announced their rotation, we know we'll see Edward Cabrera in the Tuesday opener, making his second start of the season after pitching so brilliantly at Coors Field last Wednesday. Sandy Alcantara will pitch Wednesday against the Nationals. Trevor Rogers gets the homestand finale. Feels like a big start for Trevor as he looks to get his season on the right track. So Cabrera, Alcantara, and Rogers against the Nationals, who the Marlins have beaten five times in six tries so far this season. Hope to see you out here at the ballpark Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. Tickets available at Marlins.com. Marlins pitchers struck out nine in this ball game today. The Marlins Notre Nation again partnering here in 2022 to work to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout this year, $25 donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to support cancer research. Nine Ks today, 225 on the season, or $225 rather, with those nine Ks today. For the season, 466 strikeouts, $11,650 from the Marlins to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative. All right, so the Marlins fall to the Giants, a very frustrating loss for Miami. Before we hear from Don Mattingly and Braxton Garrett, we will take a quick commercial break. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Braxton Garrett after his season debut yesterday. Yeah, first three innings were good. Um, even the fourth, I felt good. Got that first out and I think a couple hits there. Um, yeah, the first three, I was mixing everything well. Uh, four seam, two seam. Slider and change up and even it got the curveball going more, which I haven't been doing as much recently. But yeah, 
fourth inning, I just made a bad pitch there. Um, I'd thrown a lot of pitches going in there. They made me work for all those outs. I was uh, coming off. That was kind of what I was thinking. Those guys were just making me earn it for sure. What adjustments did you see that they were making against you the second time through? They had just seen me already and kind of just, uh, you know, I'm not really sure. I, I, I was still pounding the zone. I got through, you know, the first couple of hitters the second time through were fine. Um, you know, I uh, just made a couple of pitches, maybe got a little too much middle, those singles, uh, the change up to, um, forget the guy's name, the guy who stole the bag on me. But, yeah, um, good until the fourth, just made a bad pitch there. Obviously, you'd want the outing to go a little bit differently, but um, what did it mean to you to just be back here in the big league? Awesome. It was awesome being back. Awesome seeing these guys. I haven't seen them, feels like, in forever. So it's always good to be back in Miami. Uh, your slider overall used it a pretty good bunch. I know it was one pitch you've been working on over the last couple of years. Just talk about feet to the development of that pitch and how you're feeling with it after starting to build up with it a little bit last year and out going into this year? Yeah, it feels good. Uh, I changed the grip on it recently. Uh, I think before my my last start, before I went on the IL in Charlotte, um, my first grip was kind of a cutterish grip when I was learning how to throw the slider. I was trying to throw a cutter first and then kind of develop into a slider. And I was still using that cutter grip and, you know, I was still throwing a good slider, but I just, I moved, moved the hand up a little bit and I've been able to get a little more bite on it, a little more depth. So yeah. I'm real confident in it. And Mel came up to you with the base load before you gave the grounds. What was he trying to say to you there? Just getting me going. He told me, that's my guy. Go get him. Um, I'm good against lefties. Um, all year I have been. But yeah, he just said, go get this guy. We kind of talked what we were going to do. Um, first pitch there. Not It's hard to ever say if the pitch was the wrong pitch, if it's not executed. It was a bad slider, whether that was the right pitch or not. I'd it was a hanger. Uh, you had mentioned, you know, just throwing strikes. How important is it for you? I know maybe your past few years, maybe not as many strikes as you want up here. Just how important is it for you to throw strikes to be successful? Okay. It's huge. Uh, a guy like me has to throw strikes. I, I don't have the 99, the 98, like a few of our guys have that can kind of get away with it here and there. Um, but yeah, especially, um, you know, my first several starts before today, I've always kind of been a tad erratic. Um, last year I had some mechanical things that I was going through, um, but this offseason I did good work, lowered the arm slot a tad, fixed my posture, um, and yeah, the two seam has been running more. So, yeah, a lot of good signs. Um, it stinks that you know I got I got popped for a grand slam, but that's just part of the game. What was I guess maybe the message they gave you? You know, once they called you up, like, hey, this is your opportunity. Like, did they tell you anything? No, nope, just called me up. Uh, you know, and things like that happen. I, um, when when I figure out what I'm here to do, you know, I, I think for the most part it's on me to be prepared, be ready, and you know that was the case. You know, I was excited to be here, but no, I never, I didn't get any uh, pre words. Uh, any post words about what might be next? Nope, uh, nothing. I I talked to Mel right after. He he was excited. He we uh. Like I said, the first three innings, I was mixing everything well, and Mel knew that my misses were good. Um, I was getting everything in the right spot. Um, just the fourth inning, you know, just made a bad mistake, and my pitches were getting up there. I, I've been throwing, a, I think I threw 55 pitches my last uh, outing, so still trying to get that workload back up since I've been off the IL. 
Donnie, a couple of times I mentioned it, the vibe he got from you, whether it was spring or just that you seem like you're ready, like, you know, to be here, that you've kind of the vibe you give off would you agree with that I do yeah uh the nerves weren't quite as weren't there as much as uh they have been in the past um my preparation's a lot better with video and um heat maps and things like that I've learned a lot what to look for and things like that so yeah I think my preparation is better which definitely takes nerves away when you you know have a plan Braxton Garrett, after the Marlins lost to the Giants yesterday, really one bad pitch did Garrett in. Before we wrap things up, let's hear from the skipper, Don Mattingly. I don't know. He had a, he had a pretty good – seemed like he had a good breaking ball. We never seemed to really kind of lock into that breaking ball all day today and threw enough balls in. It seemed like to that little two-seamy runs and looked like he got the back door. I don't know. I know guys seemed to – there wasn't a whole lot of complaining about the umpire. Uh, so it looked like he got the ball to the backside, which is tough when you're trying to lay off that slider. It's out there, and he's able to bring the ball back. Uh, it's a good combination. So, you know, again, I haven't looked at the game film or, you know, what went on, but obviously kept us off balance out there. Braxton Garrett uh, looked pretty good his first outing outside of that big mistake. Um, what did you see from him today? I thought really good, uh, honestly. He got himself in just in trouble with the hit-by-pitches. Right, he, which started his innings. I didn't in, in a couple of like little just hits that just fall. Um, the first couple of innings, I thought he was, I, I thought he was good. Uh, honestly, uh, I thought the Casali walk was not a great walk. It puts us puts him in a jam, uh, and you know just the one pitch really leaves that slider, um, you know right there. You know I'm sure he wasn't trying to throw it right there, but that's that you know mistake pitch that you're trying to get away from the guy. Uh, and didn't do it. But I thought he was, his mix was good. Um, he elevated his fastball some. I thought he I thought he was actually good. Hi, Garrett Cooper with the home run and uh, another hit there to extend the inning in the eighth. Just how big of a benefit has a healthy Cooper been to your lineup? No, it's good when all our guys, anytime we, our guys get going, and, and Coop's one of those guys can hit the ball at the ballpark, he gets his hits. Uh, you know, when, if we can get – you know, two or three of those guys, the big boys going at the same time, that's when you were able to throw up multiple runs. Uh, today, we really just didn't, we didn't really get anything going all day. Um, with Braxton, just next steps for him, obviously, the guys are, after the off day tomorrow, you got another long strike. Just you guys have things figure out with them, or? Uh, yeah, no, the, we didn't make any moves. So, I mean, Braxton's still here. Um, yeah, we sent, we've sent Eliezer out. We need five guys, so. Right now, Brax is here. For him, just obviously the last few years, he's had to shuttle back and forth. I'm sure that doesn't help Guy, but just obviously it might be more for him. But if he gets to stay in there for however many times, just consistency, how it might help him maybe? Yeah, I think, you know, I talked about it. It was probably, I don't know when it was yesterday or last night or whenever, but, you know, the last time that we sent Brax out in spring training, you could see, like, a little more little frustration right because I think you know that shows you that a guy feels like he's he can pitch here and and, and I thought today was a good indication of that you know we, he really was at his pitch limit uh, for us he was building back so he was kind of at 75 today for us so he, that was his last hitter kind of one way or the other and it's not great that it ended up right there uh, like that but um, yeah I think Brax you know he Listened to him in his, his pregame meeting. He, he kind of knew what he wanted to do. Uh, Jake had a good idea how to use his stuff. Um, 
yeah, I just think we'll we'll see. But he seems more prepared now than ever to to be here and, and have success. The Jazz, since he came back from the hamstring injury, seems to be scuffling plays. Anything just when a guy has to has that that stop period and having to get get reacclimate, get reset. Anything you're noticing from him? Oh, well, it hasn't been hasn't been great. Um, yeah, that you know you never know, right? Some guys come back and they're they're smoking right away. Right, and they come back, and usually, if you're if you're going good when when it happens, you usually come back with a decent feel, um, and you felt like the whole time in there he was hitting, he felt like he was ready before that, uh, you know, during that stretch even before. So it wasn't he didn't have an IL stint, right? It was more of a few days. So uh, he just hasn't caught rhythm again, and you know the league's kind of doing some different things to him right now, um, and he's going to need to make adjustments, and so you know. That's that's what happens in this league. We've seen it happen to Sanchi. He has a good month, and then they make some adjustments. Uh, he's got to make them again. He's starting to. Jazz are making adjustments. He's going to have to make adjustments, and, and it, it happens throughout your career. They're going to keep doing stuff to you. If you're hitting, they're going to figure out different ways to pitch you and try to get you out. Don Mattingly after the Marlins loss to the Giants. Miami now 22 and 30. The Giants are 29 and 24. The Marlins are off today. Back at it tomorrow at home versus the Nationals at 640. Edward Cabrera making his second start of the season for Miami. 640 first pitch on the air at 610 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.